So, do we want to start with a recap of what all's been going on? Because the answer is a lot, or do we want to just dive into this? I think I remember what happened the last time I was on. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. we, we did a heist <laughs> and, and talked we to a thing. We did a heist and talked to a thing. Indeed, that is that is a thing that we did. There were other things that happened, too. I think it'll be more fun to just reveal as we go, because not everyone knows what happened for everyone else. Exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. Totally. Get the more genuine reactions. So I think let's start in Hess's apartment with Hess and Kyle. It's the next morning at some point. Y'all just passed the heck out after everything that was going on. I probably would have woken up early but didn't really move because I was waiting for Hess to unlock my chain. Yeah. There's been stuff going on. It's better to just lock Kyle up and hide the key. Yeah, Hess will, like, half awake use magic to, like, levitate key into lock on the way into kitchen to make tea for them for breakfast. Well, tea for her, coffee for Kyle. Mm. And Hess, last night you didn't sleep well. You had some pretty scary dreams. In the past, you've dreamed of different worlds you've been to, just because you have the connection to them. So you dreamed of a couple of those, but something was wrong. You dreamed of darkness encroaching on those worlds, and the last dream you had before you woke up was... You dreamed of a group of people on uh, Moonbase, Moonbase Artemis, as they were trying to stop something from getting to Earth, and the last thing you saw was that Earth was already gone. Okay. No more horror movies before bed. Kyle, why did you talk me into those? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a distraction from the horror of the reality you are currently in. It just feels like when we watch horror movies, we realize how these horror movies do not compare to our actual lives. And I feel like it's more of a comedy thing than it is a scary thing. True, but they get... Oh, um, I don't know if they're going for werewolf mommy or not, but... That that was a choice. What can I say? I'm eclectic. It's it's fine. Do you want eggs or pancakes or pancakes? Definitely. All right. Sugar me up, baby. Okay, extra chocolate chips then. Yeah. She'll start gathering everything to make pancakes and you know put down a bowl of kibble for kaiju. You haven't seen them this morning, but the second you put the kibble down, zoom, immediately it's devouring full, probably scattering it all over the floor a little bit. It's a good thing we have a Roomba. You don't need a Roomba, Kaiju. We'll get all of the pieces. Yeah, but it's still... Anyway, so they start, you know, cracking eggs and putting the flour and doing everything by muscle memory at this point, because still not quite awake. Yeah. Still have bits of those dreams, just kind of in the back of your mind. Yeah, she's kind of thinking on that. 
Would I need to roll a mind roll to see if I, like, know that these are actual things happening in character? Or just, like, dream dreams? I don't think there's a specific move. So, yeah, just rolling plus mind. Uh, seven? So, succeed with a cost, right? As you're sitting there thinking, it's possible that something could be happening in those worlds and you remember Cass's description of what she saw coming mm. but you're not sure if it's just the stress of everything or not or if something is going on but you get you feel uneasy I think while you know they're using the the whisk to make the batter together their free hand just like waves and a pen like floats up and like jots a very messy note in their journal darkness encroaching cast right question mark and then just goes back to making breakfast and also the the moon based artemis was a reference to the 10 candles one shot <laughs> i i see you i had fun with that as Hess is remembering these things and having a minor existential crisis and while well, fixing breakfast Kyle, this is when you notice that you have the missed call from Winward, and there's the voicemail. I have listened to the voicemail. Uh, I will, I mean, I'm listening to the voicemail right now, and um, I smile at the message, uh, especially when uh, Wardy says, uh, stay sexy. And immediately, immediately after finishing that, I do send Wardy a text back saying, Hey, sexy. I hope you slept well. Is this a good time to call you? I don't think Winward slept at all. Oh, Winward doesn't sleep, but neither here nor there. Yeah, text you get back is, Now you know I only sleep with you. <laughs> now is an excellent time. I call immediately as soon as that message is sent. I mean, res good morning, good, mo Kyle. Hello. Hey, is it still morning? I haven't looked at the watch. Yes, yes, it is. Rather much in the morning. I hear you had an eventful day. Yeah, I I would say it was eventful. Hess and I had a great time. You know, bonding, best friends. Stuff. Good, good. Uh, delightful. Learning new things. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Maybe don't watch the news. If, if that's would tell them breakfast is open if they want to join. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hess says if you want to come over for breakfast, you know, you're more than welcome to join us. That sounds positively lovely. I'll wrap up what I'm working on here and be over in, um, say, 15 minutes. Sounds good. I'll see you soon. I love you. It's good to hear from you, and I'm glad you're safe. And I will refrain from watching the news so that I can hear it from <laughs> you. And I'll see you soon. You already know part of it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Little shepherd squeaks. <laughs> Mood. <laughs> Is it shipping if it's textual? Yeah, it's, it's a canonic ship, but still, yeah, no, I feel that. 
As a DM, I'm just like, <laughs> I love them so much. Characters and players. I love you all. Oh, back at you. <laughs> so, when we're, give me, uh, I don't know if there's a specific move for what you're trying to build, but maybe just. I can just like roll plus mind and we'll see where we're at. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll give you plus one because you've probably studied these schematics a so bit. much. I mean, technically, oh, okay, what's my intimacy move? Because since this is... You do get a plus one forward already because you're doing something for the deal that you made with Hess. Mm-hmm. It has other benefits, but... So I've got an eight. So if we've got the plus one for me knowing the schematics really well and the other plus one for, I think it's just like, so we have this empathetic link between uh, Hess and myself from from that. And I think like there's that like little bit of, I don't think that this is necessarily something that most people would be able to consciously do, but Windward knows themselves well enough to be able to pick out okay, this knowledge bleed that's coming over this... Windward is literally able to feel small amounts of Hess's expertise almost on, like, a muscle memory level and knows well enough to keep themselves from fighting it, and that could be the extra plus one that's actually putting it in place. Yeah, I like that. As you're putting it together, you have everything you need but the Edelwood, and that is until... You notice someone has left a little package for you on the desk with a note saying, I thought you might need this. And the handwriting is familiar, and as you open it, it's a piece of Edelwood that's almost exactly what you need. That's concerning. Who, what, whose <laughs> handwriting am I recognizing? Do you want to roll to figure someone out? I would love to. <laughs> Rolling with power. Oh, nope. To four, five. No, four. Three. Three. Oof. <laughs> You've never seen this handwriting before in your life. Oh, boy. It looks potentially vaguely feminine, but you don't recognize this handwriting. You start flashing back to all the people who you might have um, stolen things from in order to get the information you needed to make this. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing really to be done. We don't have the time to be looking gift horses in the mouth here. It's just, it's, give it a once over to examine it and make sure that we, that it is actually suitable for the needs and then I'm, I'm going to start putting it together. Yeah. You check it and it's, it's just right. Well, not like perfectly just right, but it will work. I hate it. Okay. Well, <laughs> Okay, well, how fortunate. And is it done? You have all the pieces you need. You do still need the important items from the people. Mm-hmm. Checking Hawk and Darren's pockets, or would you like... Do you want to roll to figure them out, actually? As you are trying to find the pieces that you'll need? Just to, to see if they've got anything that's particularly precious to them on it. Yeah. That's a six. 
So we're gonna need to go and collect things. Yeah. I have thoughts, but we'll wait till Windward gets here. <laughs> That's fine. You find a bunch of random stuff, like, you know, their wallet and keys. So I figured maybe you just kind of to get take everything out of their pockets and then figure it out later. Set of lockpicks. Nice pocket knife. Yeah. Pocket knife. Wallet. Keys. Waffle House gift card. Okay. So yeah, I guess. God, this is a dangerous thing to leave lying around. Just take it with you? Yeah, yeah. I kind of have to. I kind of have to. So. Yeah. We'll, yeah. I think they find a box that it'll fit inside and head out to the car and go to eat breakfast. Just a very boring, ordinary-looking box. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, nothing special is in here, box. It's actually what's, like, written on the side in... It's a cardboard box that has nothing special written on the <laughs> side in, in permanent marker. <laughs> the nothing's actually written in, like, glitter paint. And all of the eyes are dotted with googly eyes. I love it. Oh, yeah. Kyle will definitely not be interested in checking that box out, for sure. <laughs> Kyle has made no attempts at all to look what's inside that box. Of all the boxes you could be checking out. I feel like there's probably usually not anything actually important in that box. Or nothing that would be outwardly important. Just looking at it. Every single time. Literally half the time. It's it's either something that needs to be kept very secret and safe, or just random shit that Windward's put in there to throw people off the scent. Every single time Kyle opened it, it was the weird nothingness. And I'm like, damn it, I don't know what to expect. But she's like he still looks into it every now and then. One day it's a bunch of staples, the other day it's just a bunch of different colored gel pens, the other day it's like cat toys. <laughs> just random stuff, you gotta keep them on their toes. So while Windward is coming over, Kyle and Hess, do you want to talk about anything? As Hess is working on Kyle's stack of pancakes, which is like this dark chocolate ganache raspberry sort of drizzle on it. And it's just like, so did you have any dreams last night? Did I have any dreams last night? Nothing out of the ordinary. No. I mean, daydreams that led to dreams. But I don't think you want to hear about those. No, I'd rather not hear about the horizontal tango. Yeah. I figured it was really good, though. <laughs> gave me a lot of inspiration for stuff. I know you're both flexible. That's all I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> among other things. Okay, so no no dark. Kaiju is on the floor with his head <laughs> over his ear like, yeah. Uh, I know, sweetie, I know. We both have wings. Mm. That's concerning. Uh, no, not going there. But you didn't have any dreams of darkness encroaching in on things, and uh, maybe it's just stress. 
No, I don't think so. Not darkness. No. Nothing out of the ordinary. Did you have any dreams about darkness? Encroaching on your space and stuff like that? Not my space, but a few of the worlds I've gone to and a moon base and Earth was disappeared. It was wonderful to dream about and now wondering if we made a good choice with our talks. I don't know about you, but I think I, I think I made a good choice. What choice did you make? Uh, uh, the, I asked Luca to spare all of you and bring Cat back. He said he could. Well, they said they could. I don't, I don't know if darkness has a gender. I didn't think to ask. You know what? I think I had, I had made a similar, I wouldn't say promise. I mean, I probably did promise, but I wouldn't say it. That's good. You, yes, promises are bad, flexes her hand where the cut was. Yeah, promises are indeed interesting. You didn't promise anything beyond I'll hear you out? Yeah! I didn't promise anything. Right? I didn't I didn't I don't know what I did. I pro I was you late. Didn't. I I didn't promise anything. Uh good. Um I'm just an idiot then. Did you promise something? There might have been some swearing on blood. Oh, oh, I've been there. I, I, I have been there. The swearing with the blood thing. I at least didn't give him my true name. Well, I'm glad you didn't give them your true name. I'm glad you kept some things to yourself. And I'll say this is around when Wimper shows up. Yeah, I think at that point you just kind of hear a knocking on the door, just... All right, keep it to ourselves, okay? We don't need people to worry about us. And then I walk. I don't know if you heard that, but I wasn't really quiet. I open the door, and I give Wardy a kiss. <laughs> Can I have both Kyle and Hess roll to keep their cool to see how well you play off that this conversation never happened? Okay, that's not terrible for me. I don't know why I said that, because I got a six, so I fail. <laughs> you hide absolutely nothing. It's all over your yeah. face. You can describe what that looks like later. Okay. Kyle. I got a nine. You're not giving all of it away. There might be head to something. I mean, it's hard to not give everything away when Hess isn't, isn't hiding anything. <laughs> so that's my nine. <laughs> You open the door, and Winward's standing there holding this, uh, holding the nothing special box with the googly eyes and the sparkle paint. They just, like, immediately shift it away, and you go up on your toes. I think, like, they're actually holding the box with one arm. The other one is around you. When the doorknob started turning, the thought was just like, eh, this will just be a quick peck. We're in public. And it, it just lengthened out the smallest bit because... Yesterday was a trying day 
for Windward and you're safe. And you're here, and you're safe. And Hess is just across the room, looking just dead nervous, as though some shit's gone down. And I think you see from around Kyle's head, Windward's eyes open just about halfway and meet yours. You almost kind of like half see them roll slightly before they close. And the kiss hangs on for another second or two. And then when it finally breaks, Windward looks at Kyle and says, Beloved, I get the feeling that you're hiding something from me. And then sets you down, what? brushes past you, and sets the box down on uh, on the bar. What? No. Uh, so I think when Hess meets Winward's eyes, what she sees reflected in their eyes is like happiness for their friend, but also there's like the sadness, melancholy sadness, because they can't help but think of Cat and their relationship and then that brings this wave of guilt and looking very very guilty and then curses slightly because they burn one of Kyle's pancakes and then just looks down and is like shit 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 here's the thing Winward knows that you're feeling guilty <laughs> yeah no you get that you get all those feelings yeah that's on you just sets the box down and as Kyle is making denials no, what's in the box? What, what, what's in the box? We'll get to it later, but I had suspected Welsey. I knew that she was hiding something, and I decided to take a gamble, and it seems that it's paid off, so. Minor interjection and reminder, because it's been a minute, you also did get the report that Kyle may or may not have killed a couple of people in the lab. What's your point? <laughs> this isn't new news? Yeah. I this think isn't new. Hess is just murdered. trying to be like, I am not here. That is true. Kyle has murdered some stuff. Yeah, I think Hess is just keeping their head down and then these little cow ears spring up and are like trying to fold over like their face like, I'm not here, I'm not here. Winward sits, uh, like kind of perches on the edge of a chair looks at Kyle and says, your best friend is desperately attempting to become a part of the furniture. This sounds deeply uncomfortable for her. So, if you would please, relieve all of us of the suspense and tell me the story. What happened yesterday, it sounds like it was all rather exciting. Um, I mean, we had a goal, didn't we? Yes. We, we had a goal. We, we, we did the goal uh, to savory pancake windward or sweet I don't have pizza sorry <laughs> no you're fine that burnt one would be lovely make, make a fresh one for Kyle that would be um oh there's a stack for Kyle this is like the fourth in the stack <laughs> that was burnt if you could possibly just just give him one of mine um, I feel like that would be very satisfactory so what was the goal we were trying to get something, and we got it out. Mm-hmm. Where is it currently? Kyle's backpack, because Kyle went to go do a thing. Kyle's backpack. And then came back, I think, for the night for to bunk with Hess. Yes. I don't remember what Kyle was going to do, but Kyle is now back. 
I think I was gonna hide it. I was gonna keep it, keep it somewhere. We can discuss where you've hid the thing later. And the questionable orbs? Hess has them in a warded box in the sanctum room. Okay, just wondering where things were. Continue. We, we were successful. Mm-hmm. Complicated success. There were some. Maybe writing fuck the patriarchy on the Grimwall was a bad idea. Yeah. You know, a lot of things may have happened that weren't as subtle as I would like. Mm-hmm. Not because of anybody else's fault but my own. I think Hess is like putting some like cheddar cheese into leftover batter for when we're... Well, to be fair, when you get the opportunity to tell a bunch of old men fuck the patriarchy... You tell them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And set the alarm off. Well, I, I perhaps, when dealing with these sorts of things, better to be a little bit more, say, specific. I would have put Peg the Patriarchy if that's the direction we're going in, or something like that might have been a little bit more efficacious. Interpretations, but I'm sure that uh, that'll be that'll be just fine. Yeah, so that's what happened yesterday. Yeah, everything is... Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Looking at Hess's face, you can tell there was definitely something else that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're just, like, grating some potato into this to make, like, a potato, a, almost like a, I can't remember what they're called, but the, the lock, lockers, I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, just, uh, it just... That sounds tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, the chives, any chives goes into the fridge, and then a tail... Like a little bunny tail sprouts out as they're leaning in. Clearly not very nervous. <laughs> bunny tail sprouts out like Windward's eyes shoot over to Kyle's. It's a thing. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. It multiverse mm-hmm. shenanigans. You both know this already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I could pop out a tail every now and then. Be fun. Mm. You did! Yesterday! Oh, that's right! That doesn't count. (laughs) That's not a shenanigan thing. That's just a demon thing that I can do. Yeah, I didn't even see the tail. I mean, I can make plans for you to see the tail later. You're dodging. Huh? You're dodging, and she's about to injure herself. I'm not dodging. I've told you everything. Do you want to roll? I was going to say, I think with the bond, you'll get a flash of Hess in darkness. And like the uh, the feeling of desire and then realizing that you can feel this like quickly just starts doing like a mental grocery list of like trying to be like, oh, I need mm-hmm. eggs and trying to block out the connection. Not very well. I think at this point, Kyle, uh, Kyle, I need to stop doing that. Uh, at this point, Windward <laughs> decides to take a different tact and sits back in their chair and says, well, as for my part, I had a couple of rather interesting conversations yesterday that were illuminating to the position that we find ourselves in. 
real shame, honestly, that you couldn't have just gotten a hold of the grimoire, defacing it, all for it. Hopefully that does help, because, as it would seem, some of our minor adversaries, and uh, I do believe that they are minor adversaries in the grand scheme of things, well, without it, they would find it rather difficult to hold on to power for too long. You see, it is only through access to the grimoire itself that they have gained their magical abilities. Uh, I knew I should have grabbed it. Quick question. Have any of these characters listened to anything on the news today? Anything at all? No, I think Hess thinks for a second music and, like, snaps her fingers and turns the radio on, but because she's so frazzled, her magic, instead of hitting the normal preset, gets it to the local talk station. So that floaters in, if you're looking for some DM exposition. Yeah. You catch a bit of interesting news. Primarily the fact that it seems somebody burned John Staten's house down. Oh. Somebody burned his house down? I didn't do that, right? No, that wasn't you. Okay, cool. This is in character. Uh, I didn't do that, right? I was all locked up. You were chained up all night. Um, hang that on. That wasn't me. All right, cool. And Hess just, like, rotates her wrists. No, no, no. I was completely out. You you did really well. I didn't do that. And I look at, I look at, I look at Wardy. He's like, that wasn't me. Hmm. No. It wasn't. No, you were, the, the wards on the door would have tipped me off if you were leaving. Well, when did this happen? Late last night, probably, maybe about hour or so after something went on a killing spree inside of the lab and then set the dumpsters on fire. Some people are reading this as someone might be trying to wage war against the old men. Connected. But not me. No. Well, we did the lab technically. That the lab was us. Which I, there's something interesting. You should see that two inch. Uh, uh, pancakes. Plop. And pancakes. She'll set down the dark chocolate raspberry ganache in front of Kyle with the one chive cheddar potato bacon one and then put the burnt one in front of Windward along with a couple of the potato pancake ones and we'll just sit there sipping their tea because they are not in the mood to eat because nerves. So tea for now. Windward traces a finger along the burnt side of the pancake. Just like touches the pancake and feels it glances back to Hess and says, thank you so much for making breakfast. This is positively wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. It's, uh, I don't get to really cook for anyone anymore, so it's nice. Besides me and Kaiju. Mm-hmm. I can visit you more often if you need to cook. It's fine. It's fine. I've got takeout. I didn't mean to make it sad, and then I did. <laughs> well, no, this is... I think it's fine to let that moment just be sad. As the news report continues on, basically saying, like, you know, the home of uh, Jonathan Staten, uh, CFO? 
whatever his position within the lab, et cetera, et cetera. And this COO, the COO, uh, John, like, you know, home of John Staten, COO of Oak Ridge labs was burned late last night. No comment has been made as to whether this is at all connected to the reports of a disturbance within the lab itself, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, one word eventually just kind of looks up and says, well, I suppose even if we don't know what happened to the lovely Mr. Staten's home, we can presume that whoever's taking that action is uh, more or less our allies. Uh, I had a conversation that wound up being interrupted with Theodore Marin, another member of that particular crew, yeah, I think he's Hess's boss's boss. He's cool. We like him a lot. Yes. It would seem as though sides are being drawn up and some moves are set to be made later today. Various factions and forces within the town that are opposed to the continued rule of John Staten and his his son, and the various and sundry other cronies he has assembled. Well, they will be making moves uh, today as uh, part of the memorial service for our dearly departed Cassandra. You also know the stranger tried to make moves against those people, but they all were whisked away to the mom's place. Fortunately, most of the Power players in town, most of the important individual features, uh, figures, have been removed to, I suppose you know the mothers, well, you're familiar with, what's his name, what's his character's name? Cole. 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 Familiar with uh, Cole at the very least. His mothers are protecting many of the, uh, many of the important folks that are on our side. I can't remember if we've rolled to see if you know the moms. If you, how well you know the moms. I don't think so. I think it's more... Sure, I can roll. What is it? Put a face to a name? Yes. And their circle is Mortalis? Power. Power. Okay, that's good. Eight, so partial success. So heard rumors, probably, but not concrete. You haven't met them. You might have seen them. You might have maybe been on their territory for a while because their territory has, has grown to encompass an entire neighborhood. But I think it's Lydia and Roma. They lead the only truly neutral area in this town. No one messes with their neutrality because they'll help anyone who needs it, which includes a lot of the people who are currently in power. So you just don't mess with them. Yeah. They are very well respected and immortal, but there's questions about how they're immortal. The more I learn about Mr. Cole and his mothers, the more questions I have, but those I think will have to be saved for after we solve every thing and I think as she's scratching at the back of her head you know on her right hand her magic sort of pulses and I think one word would probably catch it but it's this instead of the normal aboris it's just this voidless color 
and just pulses for a second and then disappears. <laughs> Almost like a slash across your palm. Yeah. Their neutrality is valuable, and I hope it survives, because the next day or two are going to be rather impactful as to what the town looks like after the fact. But that's, uh, that's all politics. Politics in the great game of big men. There is, however, also some more personal news. I had a conversation with a certain stranger yesterday, and I feel as though I understand a little bit more of his game. You spoke to um, <clears throat> a stranger, you said? Yes, the stranger, in fact. Um, the stranger. The, I mean, the stranger. Mm-hmm. The 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 straight. All right. How did that? Give me one moment while you. I'm going into the sanctum to get something because I think it relates to this. But continue. Mm-hmm. What did I... the stranger tell you? Well, first of all, he invaded my personal vehicle, which was not good. Rather rude and unkind. No. Sat right on the spot where we. Um, Never mind. But <laughs> he. How dare that stranger? Oh, I think he was. Uh... I think it was on purpose. He wasn't actually there. More of an apparition than anything. Partially. Um, I don't think he. We have to worry about the trousers that were being worn getting stained. More spectral or projective, but regardless. <laughs> To be frank, I don't believe he said anything that was necessarily true or of much value. Oh. What did he tell me? He was trying to appeal to my better nature. Tried to appeal to my particular sense of justice and to his particular sense of need or desire. I, however, I've been spoken to in that manner enough times to know when someone is attempting to use my better nature as a leash. Mm. And not in the fun way. Not in the way we do. (laughs) No, no, not at all. The fact is, the stranger is... At root consumptive. The stranger is not even a being of want or desire, because want or desire bears with it the possibility of satisfaction. The want, the, the stranger is not even necessarily a hunger, because the purpose of a hunger is to be filled. Hmm. The stranger is a being that is merely void. Their character is entropic. All they want to do is to demonstrate their own emptiness by expressing the futility of filling it. They expressed their want with a gleeful nihilism. He can make a lot of promises. Mostly because at 
the very heart of it, there's nothing there. It is a desire to go on that is not predicated on meaning, if that makes any sense. It was frightening. It made me scared for you. For me? Yes. For you. It's the kind of nothing that I've seen you stare into before. It's the kind of nothing that I work so hard to banish from both of us. It's the kind of nothing in my life that you fill. Huh. So, the stakes are rather dire. Yeah. Did he promise you anything? Or at least tried to? He tried. He tried, but he's a liar. He will not give you anything that he will not just as easily take away. He's a noose. Begins from the outside and works his way in until all the life is squeezed out of you. Hess has, you know, left the door ajar to the sanctum, and, you know, they've got the box of the four orbs, you know, the warded box, and they set it on the desk, and on the desk is her necklace that she normally wears with the engagement rings for her and Kat, and she's listening to all this and, you know, it's, it's this, like, struggle in her mind because she wants to have Kat back so bad she was willing to break the world and herself to do it. But she also knows Winward is correct and that this is not the best choice to make. And she's kind of standing there at the desk and her back shimmers and these dark gray angel wings just kind of come out and then wrap around her like a hug almost as she's just sitting there staring at the box staring at the rings and staring at her hand where her new mark of corruption has finally formed and it's this gray silver line in the shape of a slash and I'll say it's as you're doing this your phone buzzes and you see you have a text from Shay your boss She'll kind of wipe away a tear and, you know, do the thumb flick to open it. It is a text saying, Security is on its way to your apartment to ask questions about something that happened last night. You have some time. Just be careful. Uh, she'll send... She'll take a deep breath. Right. Okay, um... Thanks, boss. ETA? Question mark. 30 minutes. With that, she puts on her necklace and grabs the box, comes back out, and sets it on the counter. Okay. Right, we have 30 minutes until tower security gets here. Case in point, may as well just lay the cards on the table. Kyle and I broke into the tower we managed to get the anchor and these flips open the box to reveal the four orbs i touched the anchor and talked to Lurka, as i've taken to calling them because i'm tired of saying the stranger and the name 
has power and there was talks and I again did something foolish and made a promise to try and keep everyone safe but apparently it was a bad idea because I let my bed and nature get in the way of what's going on so and she gestures and now you both can probably clearly see the gray slash on her right palm I think Windward actually reaches out and takes your hand and pulls their glasses off with one eye and, or with one hand as uh, with their other hand and then sets them on the table with both hands is holding yours and looks you in the eyes and their eyes are when you look at them they, they first look black but then as you look deeper you can start to see what just like points of light and then almost an aurora that's not too dissimilar from the way that your power generally manifests of just sort of flickering colors as their irises come to life as you're looking at it and says yes you did your best and you did kindness you are forgiven do you have any harm currently uh, no harm, just three points of corruption. Okay, so that's... I took that advancement, pulled the fairy powers, and I wanted to sort of lean this into nature's caress, which, I guess, like, I don't know if there's a, a way that we want to sort of hack that together. Well, plus weird. That, that is two sixes, is what that is. Heyo! So plus weird, it's going to be like... Oh, it's not weird to be spirit or heart? Well, isn't weird connected to magic things? Weird is a stat in Monster of the Week. It's spirit in this one. My bad! Damn it. So in that case, it would be spirit, but still... That's a, that's a plus zero, so... That's still a 12, so... As Winward does this, and Winward, you pull your hands back, and that mark is no longer visible. There still is the oath and what what might happen to you when you break it, but the mark is gone. And I take off a corruption, too. Okay. So, yeah, I think Hess just kind of looks at their hand, looks at Winward, and just doesn't mean to, but starts doing that deep cry that has been held off for months and just is like, the wings are still wrapped around them as they're just crying softly. Kyle raises uh, both of their hands and goes, no mark. I'm good. I didn't make any promises. And Hessa, I understand why you made the promise. And I give Hessa a hug. Yeah, clings on to Kyle. Kyle isn't hiding the fact that, to Hess at least, I don't know if Wardy is as in tuned as Hess, but Kyle is not really hiding the fact that they're lying and is hugging Hess. And it's just like, I trust and believe in you, you, you know, that kind of thing. And Kyle is like, I absolutely, you know, forgive you for all of this. I, you know, I didn't make any promises. 
Hess knows because they had talked, but it's not her secret to reveal. They know that Kyle needs to come clean on his own time, and they can't force him to do that. Yep, and neither can I. It's deeply frustrating. And I will say, y'all don't have a lot of time before Tower Security gets here. No, not a We not a should whole lot go. Of time. We yeah. should go. Right. Um, let me just pack up some books in the sanctum and we'll go. Yes. When we're just you're looking at the four orbs that has removed, do you want to do you want to look at those now or when you're somewhere safer? Well, let's get somewhere safe first. Okay, where are y'all going? Junk drawer would be my thought. We got the stuff that we need at the shop. Yeah. Yeah, Hess quickly pulls on a pair of jeans, uh, her flannel, goes into the sanctum, torches her wall of notes, and then grabs the few journals that she's been keeping all of her spells and everything in and puts the backpack on. All right, let's go. Okay. I think we, we are taking Windward's car because... Does Hess have a car? I forget. Hess has a crappy 2002 Honda Civic. <laughs> Kyle has a motorcycle because, of course, Kyle has a motorcycle. <laughs> Got a fucking motorcycle. I don't want these three vehicles in one place. I think, Hess, your car should stay here. Or if we can scroll it away somewhere that's out of sight, that would be best. And I don't want it at the night market. No. There's an alley around back I can park it in, and then I'll hop in your car. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. Kyle will take the bike. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. So that way there's not a strange car parked in front of Hess's apartment. Yeah, and we do the thing where Hess, you know, backs it into the alley to as far as she can to keep it from being seen for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. I'll just take my bike. And then... You load up in Windward's car. And Kyle's taking the bike, and we're heading off to Junk Drawer. Yes. Taking the box of mysterious orbs and the, um... Nothing special, yeah. Can I peek into the box before we leave? You look in there, when you open it, what you see is a wooden box that has... (laughs) Hold on, I need to pull up the actual description of it that I wrote for Brianna at one point. Okay, what did I I write? Because I wrote that a while ago. Build a sounding board out of Etowad and saxophone rings, breathe, strung with a guitar, violin, and piano strings. There is a kind of lens fixed to a chicken noodle soup can, (laughs) and then there's a mirror. As you're looking at it, there's a sounding board with a number of strings of different kinds and thicknesses run across it in what seems to be kind of a random pattern and they're not all necessarily parallel but they're you know just affixed in then there's the sodalite a piece of polished sodalite on one end a little bowl in front of that and then that is in front of a chicken noodle soup can that's got a small lens in the center that will focus the light through it. It's a weird looking thing. Yeah. I'm gonna look at it and I'm gonna be like, well that's a weird thing. 
I want to close the box and just go ride my little motorcycle to the drug drawer. So we head off to the drug drawer. I heard that long suffering sigh. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle doesn't need help. Kyle is fine. Kyle made a deal with a shadow entity just like Hess. Kyle didn't officially agree to anything. I made no cuts. I just used words. I There were just words expressed. Brianna knows the words that were expressed. Okay, fine. Fine, con person. <laughs> Use your fancy words. There, there were just words. Nothing was like promised completely. And the fact that the promise that he keeps making, at least made to you guys, is to just be like, hey, what if I kept your loved one safe? It's such a fucking, like... <laughs> and I was just like, hell yeah! Kind of like the moment if that's a nice family you got, there would be shame if anything happened to it. To me, it's more of the... The thing that he's pitching is law and order. Is, like, invest the power in me and I will be the one responsible for keeping your family safe. And what is not said is that the thing that is being presented... Threatening everybody. It, yeah, it's like, well, hey... I mean, like, in, in politics on the one end, it's like... And this is, it, this is like, the two stages down abstraction of it, but it's like, reactionaries will be like, Hey, these uh, these weirdos are coming for your your fucking uh, and strangers are coming for your families and friends and uh, look at this everything's chaos and it's a mess and we're just gonna be so goddamn tough that you're gonna be safe anyways. Well, <laughs> and let me, I actually understand the shadow entity a little bit. Like he just wants to live. Like what's wrong with wanting to live? Everybody wants to live. Yeah, and Hess was blinded by better nature and love. The simple statement of, I could bring her back to you. Yeah. It doesn't want to live, not in any sort of sustainable way, because life to it thus far is continuing to just eat everything. And eventually, they're going to be out of shit to eat. I'm sure we'll be okay. He made a promise. I mean, I didn't make a promise. If you refuse to li live in sustainable ways, you consume yourself eventually. And along that road, yeah, it could be a long road. It's been a long road so far. But along that road, you're causing monumental amounts of suffering. Has consumed at least one reality in its entirety. Yeah, that... But, okay. Let's let's get back to it. Go into the junk drawer. So I think just to be on the safe side, um, Hess pulls out of their bag like a hoodie and throws it on and like puts it over their face with some sunglasses. Cause you know, yeah, <laughs> on the way in. And I think there's like a back entrance that um, Winward can now get to. Cause Winward got their buttons back. Yeah, yeah. What would be a good one for? creating a back entrance. Oh, it's an enter key off of a computer. You have like the button to open the back entrance. 
I think. Oh, right. No, it was the elevator. Or something. I don't yeah. know. I think it, yeah, I think it was an elevator. So they, they actually, like, they park in the secret parking garage that my guess is that Tanya and her husband's built, had built so that they could keep their very fancy cars uh, out of the rain. And Windward parks in there and uh, can finally again use the elevator because they got the buttons back to get up into the main thing. And uh, now we are in and safe and the car's not visible. I'm assuming you haven't opened the store yet, so maybe you're just... The drunk drawer's just closed today. Just closed today. It's fine. For the memorial service. Yes. It's an important day. People should be out and about. So, we're back in that little corner, and there is four... Or there's three of those... No, there's four of them. Because uh, there's one one chair that's for kaiju, with Leron kind of, like, hopping around underneath it. But they're, like those like computer chairs except they're a bit taller than usual or they can at least like get up to about like mid thigh height because it's like it's a higher work table and it's got those chairs around it so you can be standing up and sitting down and moving around but it's uh, that's what the little comfy nook has been turned into or is when we get there is this little workspace that uh windward sets the nothing important box underneath the table and pulls out the soul seeker and sets that on the table and looks up at Hess and says, you finished it. I finished it. Mostly. We've got just about everything we need to make it work. Oh, did you get the, um, the, the magnesium and the scale? Oh yes. And she'll pull it out of the bag and set it on the table next to the water box. And then this, I don't know if the stranger was keeping the anchor in the these had to be important too and then she'll flip it back open to reveal the orbs windward ponders the orbs i don't know what to <coughs> roll to recognize that unless it's just rolling plus mind uh, you know what it is no i just got distracted by wardy pondering the orb <laughs> uh, it's already an old meme Oh, it's awesome. That is a seven to ponder these orbs. You've heard of the concept behind these, but you've never really seen it before. These are used in cases where there have been times in history and throughout where someone's had to have the magic removed for them, either because like it was proving to be toxic or too much, or they were doing really dumb, dangerous things with it. These are receptacles for magic. Hmm. And only one of them is empty. The others seem to have magic in them. What color are they? So one is indigo, one is blue, and the other's this color that's kind of hard to describe. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it be? Because what yeah. color is Octoroon? Oh, this is... Apparently it's something that only, like, rats and monkeys can see or something. Windward can see it, so you could decide what color it actually looks like. Well, it's Octoroon, obviously. That's what color it is. 
Yeah. It's the color of magic. By Terry Pratchett. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me just wearing my influences on my sleeve. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out which one is. It's all good. Remind me which ones it was. Marin, Chambers, and Thompson. Are the three that are missing theirs? You only know for sure Marin, but the colors match for Chambers and Thompson. What's the empty one? It hasn't had any magic put in it yet. Okay. You know, always good to have one on standby for stealing the magic, stealing people's magic. True. Because you never know when someone's going to piss you off next time. Not wrong. Well, uh, well, this is... You found your boss's boss's uh, missing magic is what you have here. Oh, well... Mm-hmm. You had no idea he didn't have magic. I did, did that. Uh, we d- okay. You've seen him do magic. He doesn't have magic at the moment. We should probably let him know that we found it. Probably. I think like when we're just like pulls their phone out and texts. It's just the general general group chat. Because I think Cole's in there. Yeah. And says, can somebody tell Theo that we found his magic and let us know where we should bring it to him? You know he's in the mom. Well, in the mom's territory, whether or not it's at their house specifically or someone else's house in their territory. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's still a valid question. They've taken over almost the entire neighborhood. Mm Mm-hmm. That phrasing sounds more hostile than it actually was. Their good influence has spread. It's fine. Yeah. The neighborhood watch is less of a watch and more of a... Just, you know, making sure people stay aware of things. There's... Remember, Cole operates out of there, too. To some extent. Okay. Well, these are good to have. I believe we should just give Theo back his, and then these other two will make some rather important bargaining chips in the future. Thank you for recovering these. This is excellent. We've even got an empty one. This is... Hmm. Oh, what a treat. You don't have the ritual to make it work, though. Details. Someone does. Who does? The stranger. Well, no, y'all don't know, but it was the person who burned person who burned Staten's house down. Oh, so we're getting there. Probably a friend of ours. Because <laughs> fuck the Statens. Yeah. Magnesium and scale, how do we make it work? Well, we need precisely 21 grams of uh, the magnesium in the little bowl here that will uh, bounce the light off of the mirror, focus it through the lens. The lens will cause the light from the magnesium bounced off the mirror, focused through the lens, to hit the object that will go on this little platform here, and the resonance of the light hitting the object will cause the strings here to vibrate, and that will further then bend and refocus the light to point us in the direction of the soul of the person who the object itself belongs to. So, we need personal effects. 
is the next step is that we need personal effects to shine the light of the soul of the people that we're looking for yes like an engagement ring and Hess holds up the one that she had for Kat precisely like that when would you feel Laron tugging on your sleeve like he's trying to get your attention yes Laron he nods like he wants to show you something oh okay and Winward will start heading out so Laurent takes you up to the front desk where you got had the other package, and there are two on here, and there are also a couple of notes. One thing you see is this little like fake "Are you an alien?" questionnaire that's been filled out and has Bart's name on it. There is. A old metal cigarette case, and when you open it, it has is full of mala pretzel punch cards. They're all completed, but have not been redeemed yet. And also, both of these have like little notes on them. That one has the has wreck it Ross. The questionnaire has El Mago or the magician. Now, Laron, I, I do understand that you're retired, but I hired you to keep the place safe. Why do people keep sneaking in and leaving me things? Mm-hmm. He just looks at you with his face saying, like, they're trustworthy? This place is safe? Yes, no, I understand that you're trustworthy and would violently deal with anybody who would attempt to, uh, to, to break in, but... Do, I'm sorry. Do you know who left these? Nods. Nods, yes. Good. Did anyone follow Winmer to hear this conversation? Yeah, I think Hess did and is looking very confused at the stuff. And just is looking at the notes. I was sitting down where Wardy and Kyle usually hang out and make up. Um, and is like just eating French fries because I'm living my real life. <laughs> Door dashed. Laurent. Mm-hmm. Stopped off on the way <laughs> to get fries. There's always a stash of fries somewhere in this like slightly enchanted microwave that keeps everything like perfectly warm. There are two other notes. There's also a beat-up old business card for uh, Callaway's hardware store. And the other is the pocket knife that has CB carved on it. And the sticky note on that one just says Hawk. Okay, well. Does Hess recognize the handwriting at all? Would you like to roll to put a face to a name? Sure. I'm trying to remember what I roll that with. Uh, with There's the circle. circle and you rolling with power. Okay, that's not terrible. Seven. It's Roma's handwriting. Well, you haven't met her. You've seen where, like, she maybe she had, like, signed a card or something, by, or you've seen her... You, you've seen her handwriting before, and you recognize it's it's Roma's handwriting. 
Roma the mom. Yeah. Or a mom, I should say. Well, she is one of the um, capital T moms. So. Uh, so, okay, well, I, I think I understand why the, the wrong, next time just tell him it was Roma who, I, I, you can't talk, that's right. Ah, yes, I should have suspected that they wouldn't, of course, sign their notes. Well, Laron, you've again borne out that you are trustworthy and that your judgment and character ought not be questioned. I humbly apologize. You can see my frustration having somebody that I didn't know who walk into the shop. Thank you, Hess. Laron is rather uncommunicative most days. He's... Looks at you like, what do you expect? I'm a rabbit. When <laughs> uh, word goes to the counter and like opens a container and pulls out like a little rabbit treat. It's actually a pretty big rabbit treat that they get custom ordered from somewhere else and uh, just like gives gives Laron a, a rabbit treat. A rabbit treat. Scratches behind his ears and says, "Good work." And again, my apologies. He looks a little offended, but it's now it feels more of like a fake offended. Oh, it's been a hard couple of days. He's trying to get more treats out of this. One's plenty, otherwise you'll get a tummy ache, and we can't be having that. Anyways, Hess, these are the things that we're going to be needing in order to find the souls of our wayward companions, or our, uh, our wayward friends. Right, should probably get started. Tempest Multi is a production of Theodore Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is an actual play podcast using Urban Shadows 2E Quick Start Guide, and it's set once again in the town of Oak Ridge, Tennessee. I am your keeper and producer. Hello everyone, it's Casey again. I'll be playing Cass Pravda, the Oracle Playbook. My name is Zadkiel, or just Zad. In this game, I am going to be playing Windward Pudge, and they are using the Imp playbook. Hi there, I'm Maria Perry. I'm playing Millie Elza, your local vampy vampire. I am Blaze, and I'll be playing Jason Madison Coleman, the Aware. Sup, y'all? I'm Fennec Foxfire. I will be playing Hess, playing from the Book of the Wizard. Hi, I'm Gliza. I will be playing Kyle of the Tainted Playbook. I am Ava Rogers. I will be playing Angel Day, the Sworn. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.com. <laughs>